0: Are you a sexy, indulgent musician, suffering from consistent long hours, crippling self-doubt, and constant disappointment? Well, do we have a show for you. Sex,
1: drugs, Sex, drugs, Sex, drugs,
0: Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Disappointment, a humble discussion of the realities of pursuing creativity in the modern era. My name is Melody Kaiser. I am a working musician from Atlanta, Georgia.
1: My name is Dustin Williams, and I am also a working musician in the Atlanta area.
0: And today we have a special guest, Mr. Gus Glasser.
1: Exclusive!
0: Today we are discussing mental health for musicians. Obviously, we just came out of a crippling pandemic. Hopefully, this is the end of that. Not good. (laughs) Soon here. Right. Um, But there are still residual effects that we're feeling from it. Um, and I just thought that we could discuss how this has impacted us and our mental health. Yeah. Um, coming out of the pandemic and at the beginning of the pandemic.
2: Question, do you think because this is a little off, this is a little off topic, but then like do y'all think like it's easier to get people to shows before or after? Like like like, like do you, have you seen a change in how like do people come to shows more now because like there was not it before or people is it harder to get people to come to a show?
0: I yeah, think it's harder. I think it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder.
1: And and I think for several reasons like one the 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 easy one being that like a lot of people are still, you know, very fearful right now and like, you know, of of the health risk alone. Um and then I think the the fear also uh is like uh, somewhat related to like a lot of the social like uh shift that we were seeing during the pandemic, like all all the, you know, like when George Floyd was killed, like, you know, that brought a whole different like mental health thing to the forefront um you know and i think a lot of people are still like they have stuff like that on their minds like you know violent you know the the january 6th like you know you just don't know i guess is what i'm saying is like
2: you're you're saying people are more scared to go out because in general because craziness is just yeah broadcasted i think
1: also a
0: part of that um that i think has definitely impacted it is people got used to not going out Mm -hmm. And now you're a lot more comfortable. They realized how nice it is to not go out.
1: Oh, that's a
2: big well, thing. Yeah, and also like, do you think? Do you think it's a demographic thing? Because I don't know. Because the only thing, the only reason I'm asking is because I didn't gig before the pandemic. I didn't do shows before the pandemic. Right. So like, I don't really know.
0: Right. Um. I mean, it may be a demographic thing, but I think it's pretty generally true. Because we've definitely played shows where like the older demographic, um, wasn't as present as the younger demographic. At the show, so I mean, it may be that, but I think it's also just a general, um, you know. I mean, I- at the same time, what is kind of because your demographic is probably more of like the teenager age range, right? It's
2: it's it's more like twenty early twenties, right? Like twenty to thirty, yeah. Like like not like not as much eighteen to twenty two as I, as I thought.
0: Really, mm-hmm. yeah. so that's interesting because that's a point in time where people are, you know, starting families and. Mm-hmm starting careers and so you know it seems like they at the same time wouldn't be as likely to come out either you know what i mean like i don't know that that demographic is any more likely to come out than an older demographic
1: yeah i mean i think i think that maybe the difference being that like and it, i think it also really comes down to who's performing right because mm-hmm. like yeah, totally. obviously that's going to have a big impact but um i mean I, I do think younger people are more likely to to come out because it's like an escape from work and it's escape from the family um, but I think, like, um, back to your point about just being comfortable at home. I mean, like, I know personally, like, I am <laughs> I love being at home now, you know, and, and spending time at home. And, like, I, I love seeing my friends play, but usually I'm already gigging. So, like, for me, it's more of just like, oh, this Friday is the one Friday I have off for the next two months. Like, I love right. you, but I'm staying in. You totally, know? totally, totally. And um, so, yeah, I definitely think that maybe that's a part of it, too. I don't know.
2: And so, like, y'all were like how much of your income was gigging at the time of the right before the pandemic and then follow up. What was like your initial reaction? Like, what, like, like, you know,
0: it was a hundred percent for me. I didn't teach lessons or anything at that point in time. Oh really? So it was 100% my income. Um, I also, we, I didn't have like a Patreon or anything at that point either. So, um, what was my reaction? At first it was kind of like, to be honest with you, at first it was kind of like exciting for a second. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh my gosh, like nothing like this has ever happened before. You know, like mm-hmm. it was kind of like, what's going to happen next? Totally. But then when I saw like
1: <laughs> that it wasn't going to be favorable, it mm-hmm. it went downhill really quick.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about you? Um, like, uh, so as far as like income, it was probably, uh, like, sixty to seventy five percent of it, because like I was teaching at the time, um, but I, I was gigging all the time too. So, um, and then like yeah, kind of. I, I think my first reaction was maybe similar. Like it was it was. A bit of excitement at first only because like you said it's like oh this has never happened before like you know and I, I, I hate to even say the word excitement because like uh, looking back it's obviously like so many people died and, and same but so it, 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 I but, don't think anyone's a ticket but, you know, yeah, yeah yeah I don't think either like uh, the point being that like um very quickly though like like I, I, w- I was um Truett uh had a uh Truett's one of the the um artists that I play for here in Atlanta and he had um a like pretty much six months almost like completely booked out and like obviously some time in between some runs but like we were booked up through like maybe september Crazy. and and Crazy. you know yeah so like my calendar which was like full through september between him and the other bands was just like fucking empty which you know right. we, yeah, that's, all, that's we all scary saw you know like 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 yeah that's yeah yeah well and sure scary and then i think too like it was you know, before we started realizing, like, what other options came out of it, and, and we can talk about that more later, but, like, it was also just a, definitely a, several moments of just, like, is is music ever going to happen again? Like, am I ever going to play a show definitely. again? You know? Yeah. Like, a, a real show? So, um, it became existential, like, super fucking fast.
2: Would you say that you became a better musician because of the
1: pandemic? <clears throat> that's a good question you go first Mel
0: in some ways for sure um, it gave me a lot of perspective in like songwriting mm. my songwriting got a lot more depressing
2: <laughs> let's go yeah dude so, money no, okay. right? so <laughs> exploit that pain I don't, I don't say louder that, I don't
0: know that that's better but it definitely mm. is true like you can yeah. definitely see like I changed creatively in that way Like the songs definitely became, even if they had a good groove, there was like a dark layer underneath. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which isn't even like now I'm kind of like, well, I wish I hadn't made like so many depressing songs (laughs) because now I want like happier songs. But you know, it's. But then you got it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an honest portrayal of what I was feeling at the time. So I'm not too ashamed Mm. of it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah. It
0: totally changed. Yeah. For sure. That's
1: cool. That's cool. Well, I, I think branching off of, of, of that, um, like, so how do you feel, um, when you're trying to be creative, um, and you're in a, like a down state, are you more creative or less creative? That's my question for you guys.
2: Uh, you first I, was, I would say down. Oh, uh, I mean, less, less for sure. Less creative. I mean, well, I don't know because like, like I'll have like, a, I'll have like that, that that 2 hour window mm. of flow state yeah. and then beyond that i'm fucked so like so i you know when i'm happy and, and mentally stable i'm able to sit down and do the work mm-hmm. when i'm not yeah good thing might come out of it but it's never going to get finished it's never yeah. it's never i'm never going to properly promote it to get it out to people it, it so like yeah like the idea will come from that state but nothing else will okay that's that, that's kind of how i feel about it
0: yeah yeah I mean, that's pretty, I mean, it's pretty much the same for me. Yeah. I feel like a lot more like probably comes out in some ways when I'm down mm. and depressed. Um, but it's usually, it's usually not as good. <laughs> it's usually, you know, it just, it lacks like to me, like a really important part of like my music is to have like a groove or something that mm. is kind of like an earworm or I guess a hook. You yeah. know, yeah. and it it usually lacks that. It's usually just like minor chord complaint, minor <laughs> chord complaint, and it's just Funny. like it's it lacks, yeah, pretty much. But it's not even grooving, yeah. Yeah, It's like nah. just sad, like written poetry, basically. And Nobody wants to hear that.
2: I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, mean, I, think, I, I disagree, but like, I think that like, I think it's important for it to come out. Right. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, Definitely I'm that. stoked when it comes out. Yeah. And but you know. But then it takes me being okay to like turn it from emotion to like finished like actual
1: you know art. Mm, okay, right. okay, that makes sense. What about for you, Justin? I, I guess kind of the same, but like like if I to expand upon it, I guess on my own personal take is like um, cre- I think like when I get creative, um, it's usually when I'm in a better headspace, but like maybe some of the ideas originally came from the negative like interaction or experience. At the same time, um, I've always had this kind of like, I guess when I'm, if I'm writing uh, from a perspective outside of mine, because I actually, I, I tend to like, prefer to not like write from like the me I but kind of more Mm. like the you we or like us like I don't know why I just tend to write that way so collaborative um, yeah yeah um so when I'm in when I when I do write um like a lot of the time it'll be just like um from like observing somebody else's experience and then trying to capture that in my own way so um like like when um B's mom passed like I I had a little creative spurt where I wrote a song essentially like from the perspective of her mom. I had, I had this like explosive moment of creativity out of nowhere where like I had a, I had the chord progression, I had the, the groove and I had the lyrics. Um, but at the same time, like, since I did that demo, if you like, I haven't touched it. I haven't even listened to it because yeah. it's, it's also, it's hard and it's also like, I guess after you've had that explosive moment, it's like hard to reconnect with it in the same way. You know what I mean? Right. Um,
2: yeah, totally. Like, I have, I, have, I have a song like that. Do you? Yeah, and like, I'm like I like know it's, like, one of my most important pieces mm-hmm. of art to myself and that I know I have to finish it at some point. Yeah. But it is really... Because I'm not in the place I was when I wrote that. Yeah. And so it's really hard to, like, finish it because I was so angry and so, like, upset. And I just don't feel that way anymore. Mm. And, I, and I'm, like, scared to bring that up again. So, I, yeah, I totally. Feel yeah, like yeah, definitely. Totally, it feels like that, for but sure. It, yeah, but if, if it feels... Maybe it feels important to finish you know yes
1: oh like i i have every intention of, of finishing it at some point but yeah as far as like originally like yeah yeah getting back to it's the hard part totally getting back to it's the hard part um
0: did you guys ever feel like what you were doing especially i guess during the pandemic was unessential
1: what do you mean like as a musician yeah all the time
0: and a creative Because we were constantly told like music and creativity are unessential jobs Mm because you're not in the medical field or in an education field. So it was easy to kind of, you know, feel as though you were not essential.
1: I felt that way, but kind of like not in a like, woe is me, I'm unessential. but, But honestly, I was just like, yeah, I'm not. Like I'm not as essential as a fucking doctor is right now. And I'm not as essential as like you know people that are like door dashing food from house to house and you know but at the same time i think i i do understand uh, like objectively or subjectively i i don't know which would be really be the better one in this case but i guess like um that art obviously is important like i recognize uh, culturally and and for the history of of humanity and like actually you know understanding how people were 100 years ago 300 years ago 800 years ago thousands you know like that art was the key factor there because that's writing that's painting that's sculpture and like the only reason we know about Julius Caesar's fucking shenanigans is because somebody wrote about it right so I understand that art is actually extremely important but in the moment no I felt extremely <laughs> worthless you,
0: right
2: you said you said you felt unessential as well
0: definitely at times yeah um, I tried to keep myself busy with different things I like interviewed some friends in like an interview series that I called like artist quarantine yeah Mm. and I like tried to keep like some form of like community and normalness as what I knew it to be at that point in time Mm. but um you know it was really it was challenging yeah I definitely felt unessential at times without a doubt did you not
2: no no I was like I was kind of in my own world like in a good way and so, mm. like, I, I was very, I, I was not concerned with, with, does the world need this or not?
0: It when was, did you start posting on TikTok? Was it during the pandemic?
2: Yeah, it was. It was, like, October of that year. And so, I, uh, if anything, I feel more unessential now, because now you're seeing how many people are doing it, mm. and you're just, like, you're, you're like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't exposed to how many people were doing it back then. And I was very absorbed in, okay, I don't know, like, like, I knew it was essential. It was essential for me. So, that, that's, that's really all I focused on. Um, and I was at a period of my life where like, I had just like got out of treatment. So I was like, I gotta like, I, I had to, I had to reset myself and recalibrate myself. So, um, in a lot of ways, the pandemic helped me kind of ease back into the world right? in a, in a weird way. And so, um, I'd never, i never questioned whether, cause I wasn't gigging either. You know what I mean? So like, I didn't have that perspective of, of going into that before I was in a like, Hey, I need to get better. Cause like, this is what I'm doing with my life. So
1: so yeah. with that with that said, like, um, what do you feel like is some, this is a question for both you guys, uh, some advice that you could give as far as, like, how to optimize your creativity when uh, things are tough? Like, how how to, you know, and that could be simple as, as, like, what you eat that morning or how much sleep you get, you know, or, like, who you listen to, the kinds of music that inspires you, whatever. I'm just curious to know, like, when you're in a slump, Um, because clearly you've you guys have both managed to turn that slump into something beautiful so I just want to know like what you did to get there
0: I'm still figuring it out honestly Mm. I'm not gonna say that I have like a science to it because like every I still struggle all the time like to be consistently creative we were actually talking about that earlier so, like, I think for me, what I'm striving for, and so I, I can't really give it as advice, but I feel like it's definitely something worth striving for, is to just make it habitual. Yeah. To to be creative. Because, like, the more that I've realized about myself, like, you're not going to create if you don't make time to create.
2: Yeah, totally. So yes. it's like, yes. you
0: know, unless you sit down and do it, it's not like, unless you're one of those rare cases where people just, like, constantly have, like, sheet music flowing through their brain at all times and they can just write it down and it's great (laughs) which you know I've never met those people you know what I mean (laughs) so I think it's um you know it's it's important just to make it habitual and like I said I'm still figuring that out and there was a really good book that I read um when I was in college called The Creative Habit by twyla tharp if i remember right she's like a ballerina That's cool. <laughs> but um Dope. i could be wrong on that so d- cool. don't quote creative me on that it. but um yeah it was really interesting and she talks about like how important it was um to make it a habit to to sit yeah. down and really like try to be creative and that will force you it will become more normal because it is your new normal Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's definitely part of it. And it was part for me, like during the pandemic, because I was working um, at real to real Studios in Atlanta and it gave me like I had to go there, you know, twice a week. So that basically made it a habit. Like I couldn't just like it wasn't in my house. So I couldn't just like, oh, well, I'll get to it tomorrow when I feel more creative. Like I had to go because I was meeting people there. And I guess that's like accountability with like working with others, too. and I think collaboration for me is really important to like sustaining creativity but then back to the pandemic we didn't really have collaboration in a traditional way during that time so um, I mean I think that was probably part of my struggle is I really write well with others and feed off of other people's energy so it made it difficult to write by myself but it was something that you know you have to kind of get good at in moments like that yeah and I think it gets easier if you just try to do it often I guess is kind of my conclusion of all <laughs>
2: in
1: conclusion in so conclusion. Your, your
2: question is if you're, if you're like down bad mentally or like what can you is it like if yeah, you're yeah, down yes, bad yeah mentally, like how do you continue to stay creative yeah like
1: how do you you know or or like yeah basically yes
2: can I get dark for a second sure I mean, don't kill yourself. It's like this, like baseline. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like that's like that's where I was. So it's like, like don't, don't, don't make that decision, and then, you know, like, keep searching for an answer. Mm. That's like that's been my thing, and like the biggest like struggle that I've had is telling myself to do something and then sitting down and doing it. That's that's at my worst. I and and what caused me a lot of pain was that, and a lot of frustration, really frustration with myself, is that I, I would constantly tell myself to do something and I wouldn't do it. I get distracted with this or I get distracted with that or plans would change and things mm. would happen and then I, it, and what I wanted to prioritize most in the world would, would constantly fall by the wayside because of my inability to do it and that, that really hurt and so what's helped me a lot with that is meditating mm, like, okay. and like, I John, like and I, John and I talk about this all the time I say this to everybody if you can sit down and do
1: nothing you can sit down and do anything that's cool I like that statement and
2: I, lo- I love that because sitting down and do nothing is hard it's so hard hard. dude yeah and and it's and it's slowly changing and 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 so why i say like don't kill yourself is because like i was if you like i was in a lot of pain and then i was searching for solutions i was searching for solutions and searching for solutions and had i not kept searching for a solution like took years like bad years and so if i had not kept searching for a solution i would have not found what has completely changed my life Mm -hmm. so and and now like i feel like I'm you know i've come out of my own depression i've come out come out of my a lot of my own frustrations and um i'm like so glad that i kept at it and i kept i think of it as like throwing yourself into a brick wall until it breaks you know what i mean yeah totally really just like like going all in on it and um yeah that's my advice and then now that now i can sit down and say hey i want to do this and i do it and like that will change my life
1: i like it what about for you dustin um So I think, uh, the broad category is like self-care essentially. And, and I'm like, I hate that word. And I hate the phrase because I think it's, it's used a lot today to justify like bad behavior and like blowing people off and saying like, oh, you know, self-care, like if you're feeling bad and you got to have a day to yourself, like, you know fail
2: on all of your commitments yeah exactly and it's like no
1: and and i understand that like the reality is most people don't think that way but i think that's what that culture can sometimes like make you think is the right thing to do so self-care to me uh it's really the small stuff um so like like taking a shower like and and getting the motivation to do that can be hard but just like taking a shower Uh, making you know a cup of coffee or something like that for me that's always like something that kind of chills me out and puts me in a a little more comfort zone but actually a big thing I think for me that I did during the pandemic um, was uh, creating the optimal workspace and Mm. even though that's a much more like logical physical thing I think it tied over into my my creative like flow and success like like, this whole thing I have set up right here like if I want to record a demo, all my guitars are literally within arm's reach. All my preamps and everything is just push it on and you're good to go. Like my mics are always set up for the guitar. Like it's just really easy for me to just lay an idea down and and that's in good, the quality yeah. that I want. You know, for some people it's fine to just like stick in an interface and do their thing. And I think most of the time that's cool. But like for me, I'm just really specific in particular when I record. So I like to have everything set up the way I like it. And so it's less about the gear and it's more about just like the space like that's why the lighting is what it is that's why even the 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 way the room is laid out is the way it is that's
2: such a dope I, that's such a that's a cool way to think about it because like immediately when i walked in i was like inspired oh really yeah, oh yeah, that's dude, cool man It
1: looks great and i'm like
2: oh the piano's right here like it's like i don't I, it's inspiring like it's a really yeah you said a really good vibe cool yourself, good that, i mean and that's 100%.
1: that's like i did it for me and for people coming in because like i knew i would have clients coming in to record but like mostly yeah it's it's for me because to me like and I'm not a neat freak by any means, but a clean space is a clean mind for me, um, because that's one less thing I I'm worried about. Um, so it's kind of like uh, kind of like the meditation thing too, because it's like a way of cleaning out your mind to totally me when you meditate. You know? No, what I and mean? that's been
2: and that's like a lot of. You're I feel like I, I I'm victim to my own environment. Mm. So if I if my phone is in my room when I go to bed, I'm gonna wake up and look at it. Mm. so if i put it in the others i put it in a different
1: room that's right you do do that so, so
2: it's, it's it's a similar total like you gotta make you gotta make being healthy as easy as possible mm. because yeah. being unhealthy is really easy it's so easy and so fun easy. it's so it's so fun and it feels <laughs> great and blah 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 and so i and so like and a lot of like i guess i that, that's really cool that's a really cool answer and cool. i'm like really Thanks. bad i'm really bad at like staying clean i'm really bad at like you know
1: yeah, like you said, it's hard, dude. It's yeah. I mean, like I can't tell you how many times like I, I've come home from a gig and like there's food in the fridge, but I hit the Taco Bell because it's right there and it's totally, easy, totally. You know? totally and yeah, and it's like ten bucks and yeah. oh, I'm eating, you know. And so it's like, like
2: you know, if I have to plug in my TV to go watch it, um, hmm. when when your music stuff's already plugged in, and then and then and then like I'll I'll spend years feeling shitty about myself because I couldn't make the tough decisions in the moment, but it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta play it up, like you gotta. I love
1: that. Yeah, I love that. You, you got to make it easy for yourself. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. That's, Definitely. That's a big thing.
0: So how do you feel like, Gus, your um, musical workflow is? Like physical kind of space, your software space?
2: Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of annoying because my, my, it, I turned my childhood bedroom into a studio. And it's so dirty. It's there's stuff everywhere, and like to the point where I need to hire someone to not, not really, but um,
1: like you just it, need to spend a day cleaning or something. I know it's, yeah. that's, that's that's what it needs, <laughs> and that day
2: is yet to come. Um, but um, it's nice because when it's all set up, I can just plug in and go. Right. And the cool thing about like the looping stuff is that it's so easy. You just like you can make a song in two minutes, and so it just kind of gets you in the mode and it gets you. Like, that is true. Yeah. Um, or, and like, I have like this, my parents have this grand piano upstairs. So it's like really easy for me to just walk upstairs in my underwear and. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and my mom's like, I'm on a call. And I'm like, Mom, this is important to me. <laughs> and she's, <laughs> but she understands. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, yeah, like, th- th- those are, I'm trying to think of like other things I've done to my environment to, to.
1: What about like, um, like if like... I'm in the studio, if, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. If I'm in the Check. studio, phone's off. My phone's completely off. Yeah.
2: I think my phone's on actually right now to do the camera, but like it's face down, it's it's somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Like I do not want to be I turn off the Wi Fi on my computer because I don't want to be text called or text. Um and and then that allows me to get into like a a state, a flow state.
0: Can I make a, a kind of a point on that? Um, for, no. me, okay,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> for me, at let's least, for me, let's move on, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is like really true. I feel like it's hard. And I guess this is just like life as like a self-employed indie musician. I'm sure like I'm not alone in this boat, but it's really hard to prioritize being creative when you know you should be sending like booking emails or wow. lesson plans for lessons. If you if that's mm-hmm. your thing yep. or. You know all of the other things that we have to do: uh, Patreon updates, um, YouTube videos, TikToks. That's a big one that always gets like, dang, I need to post the TikTok today. Totally. And it's like I'm in the middle of recording a song, but all I can think about is posting that TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I haven't had an idea of what to even post today, so I I haven't done it yet. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, totally. And it's just like the spiral of like, and that's something that I get plagued with all of the time is just like, well, like I could be writing the finishing writing this song, but I've got all of these other things to do. And like mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to like focus on doing that yeah. in the moment. Yeah.
2: That's Can I give you a suggestion for social media stuff. Sure. So like what I've been doing recently is like I've been trying to basically like my content is kind of going through a shift where I've been scheduling out one to three PM making content during that time and if it bleeds over it bleeds over but I'm not spending any other time making content because I have this project that's coming out I'm doing one song per week and I'm all of my content or the, the content that's performed the best has been you know going on the belt line and improvising music and so now but that doesn't necessarily promote anything that I'm working on and so I'm trying to bridge that gap and I'm just basically copying what other people are doing and if I don't have an idea that day doesn't matter just make something up anyways but you look at somebody else's like and, I, and I've had I hadn't necessarily not had an idea to do it but it's like it's the same type of thing of I prioritize that time I block it out of my day and I do my best to stick to it mm. and you know it gets me in the habit it, it's hours put into a skill that I'm trying to learn and you know it, it, it and then if I if I, even if I don't have a post after that if I have like half of one it's, like it's, it's better than nothing you know yeah and so uh, that's helped me be like this is my time for it and then you know
0: so you like schedule out your
2: your day before you do it
1: for sure would you say you're a pretty scheduled person, like when it comes to your art?
2: I try to be. Yeah, I try. I mean, like m- how I schedule my day and how, what it looks at the end of it is very different. <laughs> sure. Um, and so, but like, but and something John's helped me with because he's my manager. I don't know if I, know, I don't know if you all know that, but he's my manager. And so, like, we like he was like, "Hey, man, this week you're one of three is content."
1: I like it. I was, like, That's cool. cool. Yeah. So he so he kind of like started that uh, idea for you.
2: Not necessarily, but mm-hmm. but like but having him there accountability wise is, is important yeah yeah um
1: accountability buddy
2: exactly exactly and um and and for me it's you know it's easier to prioritize i've seen so many results that it's easy for me to prioritize it more than somebody who like hasn't as much so like right. so like you know especially if you're just if you haven't seen the return that you've seen in other people and then you're like damn like why am i spending all my time doing this like and you don't even enjoy it and like i got lucky that i didn't enjoy it more um then it's it's easier for me to do but um that's what I that's what I would suggest.
1: Or even yeah. like an hour
2: a day, it's like, hey, I'm gonna make this one video like that you find interesting or that you think is, you know, that's that you think is cool. And then beyond that, you don't spend any other time on it, and that's that's, you know.
0: Right. How important do you guys feel like it is to uh, forgive yourself in the creative process?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Um I think I mean, I, I think it's important. I think it's really important. I think it's also important to uh there's a fine line between like forgiving yourself and then just getting complacent and lazy. Um so I think like you know you shouldn't be like telling yourself, "Oh god, I'm so fucking bad. I suck." Every time you miss a take, like because now you're you're distracting not only you, but if you're band or your creative your counterparts or your engineers in the room, now they're going to be like having doubts and and the whole session is just like got a weird thing about it now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's and that's specific to a recording session so like obviously if you're writing whatever but either way i think you need to be forgiving um but i think you also need to stand by your um expectations so if you feel like something isn't good enough then it isn't good enough and that's not anybody else's decision but yours like it, you have to make that call um you know so like yeah i don't know that's my answer i, I don't do you, do you feel else. like you forgive
2: yourself a lot or you're not or you're in a space where you're not doing that as much or
0: you know it kind of depends honestly um i would say
2: like what are you what are you beating yourself up over
0: Mm, probably just like consistency in general that's probably my my biggest thing Mm because like i'll have a period of like a couple weeks where i like knock out like like finish even really good demos for like three songs Mm -hmm. and then i'll go like a month where i like nothing is coming out and like I have no motivation to even really try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To try to create more. So I guess like in those times it's really easy to not be forgiving to yourself. Yeah. Um so I just wanted to see your per- what what about your perspective, Gus?
2: I've I've spent so much time completely beating myself up that I I'm tired of that. Yeah. And so I'm kind of just letting whatever happens, happens. And uh, I'm kind of on like the other side of the pendulum of like, I'm like, I just, I don't know how much being angry at myself has helped me. Right. I don't know. And um, right now I'm not. And like, maybe I'm slacking more, um, but I'm also happier. So, you know, maybe I'll swing back to the other, to, to a middle ground, um, but I'm kind of just feeling it out. At at, at this point, I'm really, um, I, I, I have no business beating myself up anymore.
0: Yeah, so you're okay. being ultra forgiving to yourself.
2: I'm just not being mad at myself. Like I'm not like mm. like th- there are things I want to work on. Like I'm eating a ton of shit and not doing not working out. It's like okay, like I can't just be like Gus, you're doing great. Like I'm not <laughs> doing great there, you know. But at the same time, I'm not gonna be like I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna play those mental games anymore. Right. I just I I can't. It hurt. It's hurt me too much. So I've kind of reached a limit with that.
1: I I yeah. That's good. I, first of all, that's really good i feel like to be in that kind of headspace of of like like one thing you said in particular really got me which is like uh, b- being mad at myself i you, or you said i can't think of a time where being mad at myself has helped me or something like that and i think that's really important. i don't know i
2: don't you know what i mean like yeah. I, like I'm, I'm i only I, yeah sorry i, didn't I
1: mean me idea. no me, me too because like i mean i can think about times where where being i guess mad at myself made me like double down on my work ethic and and for that reason it was good but i wasn't like so mad at myself like because I knew the answer and I knew it was just, I just didn't try hard enough or like I didn't do this or I didn't do that and um like even now when I play shows like um if I do something I didn't like or if I make a mistake or, or whatever like I'll think about it for a couple hours maybe but after that I just have to let it go for sure because and use it on the
2: next one you know what I mean yeah exactly
1: it's like alright next one will be better like you know and and that's so much more productive than like oh but I fucked up that one note like
0: I think that comes with time though. And yes. I'm really bad about that. Mm. I still think about things that I did musically wrong like used to like 10 years ago. Really? Like I'm not kidding. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I started playing in bars like when I was 12. So
2: get drunk, no, I'm
0: kidding. No, <laughs> no I'm but you know. Kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm just, kidding. Just you know, but um like I remember, you know, making mistakes or saying something that I mean, not that I shouldn't have said it, but, like, being awkward on stage because I'm, like, a kid. You know what Mm. I mean? And I still think about that. And um, I think it's important, like, for growth as a performer to have those moments Mm. um, because, like, you kind of have to hit, like, performer rock bottom to really grow from it. You know what I mean? Uh, And that looks different for a lot of different people. Like, your performer rock bottom could be, like, you've fell out in like a drunken state mm-hmm. which you know is is that's arguably bad <laughs> pretty, bad. <laughs> yeah. that's pretty bad yeah that's pretty bad yeah that's pretty bad or it could just be you know you didn't warm up enough and you totally like cracked at the it at a really high note or something you know yeah. what i mean and yeah. it could be like if i had only warmed up a little bit more it wouldn't have come out that way so yeah. i think um I think that that's something that I've definitely had to work on, and I guess that's just a personality type thing. Yeah. But I can be really hard on myself. Um, But I think as time goes on, like I said, once you've kind of hit your rock bottom of performer, (laughs) as a performer, it everything kind of starts to look up. You you realize that like it's not a big deal to hit a wrong note every once in a while. Right. Yeah. Like
1: everybody's gonna do it. Yeah. So can I? I'd like to ask a question, kind of off of that. Do you guys? feel like your um i guess uh criticism self-criticism or or like your um self-deprecation comes from just something like within mostly or do you feel like like part of it is like um because of experiences that you've had from other people like i guess my i'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question it's basically like um what matters more to you, the opinions of others or your own opinion of like your art? Like, and I mean, that's a broad question. And I think you could look at it from a lot of different ways, but maybe yeah. as it affects your mental health, like, do you feel like what people say has a lot to do with that? Or do you think, like, m- more than maybe the average person, do you think it really comes down to just what's going on in, in here? Hmm. You go first.
2: Well, no, I, I, I um, Make sure I understand you. You're just saying, like, is it more of an external voice or an internal voice?
1: I guess so. Yeah,
2: I think it's both. I think mm-hmm. I, I think mostly internal mm-hmm. for me. Mostly internal. Um, that doesn't say that doesn't mean like that when people hate on a song on TikTok, like it sucks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, I, it'll change my opinion of the song for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think most of my criticism has has been internal.
1: And how do you how do you handle that too? Like like I guess that's also where I wanted to get to. Like, how do you brush off the negative? comments you know how do you like you talk
2: about the, like the external yeah
1: from that side of it dude
2: you just you just you, you feel shitty for a while and then you don't and then you yeah. learn you learn like you, you like and the first time the first time i've experienced anything is always the is always the most intense yeah and so now it's like for, like for like when a really damn long day dropped and the people were like where's the echo and there was hundreds of comments and like hundreds of likes on these comments of like it's not or like you fell off or you fucked up or that's like and i'm like and like yeah like that hurt and th- that's why I didn't post for like five months and so but now it's like okay like I felt it like I don't try to not feel it I just sit with that feeling and, and think okay this sucks and I fucked up and I learned and now like when the next one comes around or if the next one comes around like the next viral snippet or whatever like then I, I, I can show up because like when I was recording that song like I was so mad I've, I've almost never been more angry at myself than when I was trying to record it and it wasn't working it was really? horrible it was it was like it was the least amount of fun and the more like negative emotions i put into recording recording is always the most emotional part vocal recording like i've had that new mic for two weeks and i haven't tried it out because i'm scared really i'm scared of how it sounds i'm scared that i'm not gonna like it i'm scared that i spent all this money for nothing i'm you know what i mean like i'm just scared like because that's but the more i sit in that and the less that i push it forward it's just it just it's horrible it's yeah. it, i get i get less of what i want and so the reason, I just, I just deal with, I just, you just keep moving. You just gotta keep moving. Like, I think the answer, the answer for like the, the criticism question, I think is just sitting down and doing the work. I think the answer for the consistency question is just, just sitting down and trying again. You know what I mean? Like that, mm-hmm. that's always been my answer is just, all right, like I fucked up, like sit on the chair and keep going.
1: So I guess like the, what's interesting is, you know, cause like for other people, like that works for you, but obviously there's like a lot of other people out there that might like, like when when they, when you they hear you say like just you know sit down and keep pushing like how do, how do you respond to people who are like well I can't do that like it I don't work that way what what would you say is important in in their own self discovery then what's what's going to help them figure out what works for them
2: I don't know yeah neither. I I <laughs> found, I found what works for me you know what I mean yeah, and like yeah. I've always like I've always been a fighter you mm-hmm. know what I mean and like and like I like I fight myself and like I it's just been like my goal to like conquer the worst part of me, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And, I've just found, I keep finding things that help me with that. And, I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just, I've just thrown a bunch of wet, wet toilet paper at a wall and then suddenly it sticks. I don't know, I don't know, like,
1: like, like, that's fine, I'm just curious. Yeah,
2: no, well I feel, you know, that's a good question because there are situations where people can't sit down and do it. And, I've always been like, damn, like my anxiety. Like, you ever, you ever like write a song and then you just like get so tense inside. Like, you, you, your flow state, you've done with the flow state, and you're now you're so tense you can't do anything. Yeah. It's like mm. I hate that, and that would prevent me from doing anything. And at the, and it's like, and then I would, and and then I would, I would be frustrated, and I would complain, and I would say, but but the, but these people that are doing all these things don't have this 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 turmoil inside that I have, and how do I fix that? And it's also like not to be a dick, but no one's gonna fix that. Yeah. Like no one is going to fix that for you and so I've had to or no one had to well, no one's going to fix it for me. Like like no one gives a shit that I'm sitting down and I'm anxious and I'm like I'm crying. Like no like 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 it's I got to do it. I got to do what I got to do to get better and that's why I went to meditating and that's why I'm still sober and that's like you know what I mean it's like and I, my only answer is to just is is, is to just keep trying.
1: Okay. Well, and I think, I mean, you kind of gave a, another answer in that too. And I think that's it, that it, what it comes down to is that you found what works for you. Totally. Maybe the answer is um, finding, like getting yourself out of that situation. First of all, if you're like trying to be creative and it's not working, like don't force it. Totally. In that moment. Totally. But like, think about the things that comfort you or think about like Maybe the things that, like, think about a day or a week in your life where you were just, like, on top of the world. Because pretty much everybody's had that moment at least once. And it could be a very small thing. It could be just, you know, I did really well at my Dunkin' Donuts job this week. And that's awesome. That's, that's something. Is that what helps right? you,
2: is like, is, like, is kind of bringing you back to those moments?
1: I I try, or I think about, like, okay, like, what, when I was having those moments, what did I do to help me have the most success? Like, what was I doing? Was I sleeping better? Was I eating well? Like, was I meditating? Was I um, practicing more? And, and usually the answer is yes. Like I was, you know, I was much more creative when I was practicing, you know, two hours a day versus five minutes, you know, every other day or something, you know, like, uh, so I think, um, and that maybe comes back to the routine thing too, you know, is, is finding a way to like, um, to optimize your workflow and that and and that's going to be totally different for everybody but I think it comes down to maybe some factors like physical space um uh who you're around um and and sometimes you're around nobody but I think you know that could also mean like who are you spending your time with like middle of the week you know because that interaction that you had with that one friend as close as they may be might have put you in the headspace that fucked up your creativity and so maybe if you're if you know you're trying to be creative and you're struggling with that, then you need to like take certain things out of your life. And I'm not, I don't mean like cut people out completely. Yeah, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if, if they're like bad influences on your emotions, emotional state, but like, you know, I guess what I mean is bring people around you that are going to be good for you. And even if they're not physically there for the creative process, like, you know, like one thing I think you've, mentioned to me Gus before it's like how important it is for you to like check in on people and like call friends and just like see how they're doing because I've noticed you do that a lot too you just like will call people I love it and and I think I think maybe for you that's an important factor for for your happiness you know it's just like staying connected to people that are important to you and like and so that's just one part of your process maybe I don't know this is now me just guessing but you know even if it's a, a subconscious part of your process yeah for sure you know
0: I mean, I think that's really important in in any industry, too. I mean, not just music. It could be any creative industry. Is Mm -hmm. like trying to build relationships with people in a real way and not just in like a business, what can you do for me kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. you know, because especially with music and art, it really is, you know, there's the old saying, it is who you know, but it kind of is. <laughs> oh, like, dude. like, very rarely do you get a job in this business from filling out an application. It's oh, usually, yeah. oh, blah, blah, blah told me about you, so we're going to give you a try.
1: Yep.
2: Literally, That's, what, like, yeah. I guess, like, the cruise would be a good example of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well,
0: I mean, so, yeah, basically. So I got the first one because the, uh, My first ever music cruise I got because the talent buyer who owned the um, entertainment company saw some videos that I had posted on YouTube. I started posting videos on YouTube when I was 12. So I did like 12 through 15 I posted like consistently. Um, Did it help
2: like grow your... It did. Yeah. yeah. I got like, you know,
0: on like the videos I posted when I was 12, I got like half a million views. Really? That's yeah. huge. Oh, damn, I didn't know that. But it was like Are
2: yeah. oh, you out here before all of us? Yeah.
0: It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I also stopped and it, I thinking back, I stopped doing it consistently. Like I was posting once a week when I was in like middle school and high school. Mm. Um, And I don't know if I stopped because of negativity, because that was definitely there, too. Mm -hmm.
2: That's so Um, hard. Especially that age. Like, that's so tough. Yeah. But it was
0: also being, like, 12 and, like, being introduced to, like, the comment section of a YouTube video.
1: As a 12-year-old girl? As a 12-year-old
0: girl. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, Like, people were super creepy. People were like, yeah. So it was just, like, a Mm, weird... It was a weird thing. So I don't know if that's why I stopped. It just kind of fizzled out. But that's actually how I got the first cruise opportunity. And then from there, I've just gotten the other ones because of that first performance on there.
2: I mean, Half a Million Views is really good. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a pretty yeah.
0: funny video. I'm like at my seventh grade. Is it seventh grade or sixth grade? I However old you are when one. you're 12.
2: Was it a good yeah. performance? Like, like would you look back and be like, yeah, yeah I did well there.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, for a 12 year old. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. For a twelve-year-old, and I thought it would be. Drop a link in the description. I thought it would be funny to like wear like a Tweety Bird pink shirt, like T-shirt, because I was like, they'll never expect it. <laughs> and now looking back, I'm like, I look so dumb. That,
1: like, no, what <laughs> Bird is.
0: So you choice. know, even but that's another example. Like I still look back at things I did when I was twelve and cringe. <laughs> like that's that's how bad my you know like anxiety with how I guess other people perceive me but it's really how I perceive myself honestly that that's still something that I struggle with I think a lot of creatives probably do
2: what's like the number one thing that you've done to to help yourself with that
0: um you know I'm honestly still working on it (laughs) um I think that's a good question um I don't know I'm gonna be honest. You're figuring and, it out. Yeah. But you're
2: sitting down and you're figuring it out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. You're, you're trying. To I mean, I'm actively
0: trying to figure it out.
2: 100. And then, and you will because you keep trying.
0: Yeah. So you know, that's that's the goal. It's just you know I think the goal for every day should just be, you know, give it your all and be forgiving of yourself if it's not everything that you expected it to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think is kind of at least that's where I'm at with, like, forgiveness in a daily routine. Because um, a lot of days, like, I will start, like, my day with, like, really high expectations. And then by the time it's, like, evening, I'm kind of, like, burnt. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, you know, then I wish that I could write a song or something, but, like, nothing's coming out and I'm just getting more frustrated with myself and all that kind of stuff. So, but that's something that I'm still working on. I'm not going to lie about it is still like an active yeah.
1: thing that I'm working yeah. on. It's probably something we'll always work on, right?
0: Probably, yeah. And I think a lot of it is just kind of like personality. Like some people can really get over stuff like that pretty easily. For sure. I am I, um, it's funny, I really am super forgiving to other people, but I'm not forgiving to myself at all. Mm. I'm yeah. not forgiving to myself at all. You are like that. <laughs> I am. Like, literally, other people could do, I- like, anything within reason. But pretty much anything. And I'm like, that's okay. But then I can do, like, the littlest thing. And I'm like, That sucks. hell.
1: That
2: sucks. Literally. And, it, you know. It's, I, I, I hope that changes
1: for you. Yeah. You so, know. So, actually, I, I, that's interesting that you say that, too. Because I was going to make a quick point. Um, it is important to to be... Understanding and just em- empathic, and I think that can tie over into just the w- real world in general. Because like, it's easy to just pass a judgment and to kind of like paint somebody in in a picture of how you see them with, and in, in not really knowing what their life is like. And it's easy to kind of like forget that other people go through the shit that you do too. And so like, you know, it's you can have a, a bad day, and then like the next day is fine, and somebody else is having a bad day, and you're just like, why is that guy being a dick? yesterday you were you know it's like so I think there's you have to be um to survive in this industry I feel like you have to be like empathic and and you have to be um forgiving but you also have to set that boundary too where it's like okay you know I've extended myself beyond what I am now willing to do after so many of so and so
2: I know I know you've dealt with this I guess like I haven't really like been wronged soup by others too mm. much but have you like yeah in, yeah i've been in, wrong in, i mean in the industry like like or like
1: um so i think like yeah and it's usually like for me it's never been anything like really really bad uh like the biggest wrongs i've experienced have just been like you know outside of the music industry just like life sure, stuff for but sure. but definitely um you know people like um over promising under delivering like that kind of stuff happens all the time um people like uh I've had people um short change me on like gigs and stuff and and um and it was never like I don't think I've ever been no i take that back I have been like at least in a band situation like my my band or my group was promised more than we ended up receiving as far as like monet you know yeah, fun- totally. you know money or or um oh man I mean okay actually yes and I'm not going to name names but um, give them out <laughs> expose them <laughs> but um, I'll work with them tomorrow yeah yeah <laughs> um this guy uh reached out to one of my um old bands um and uh wanted to do like a publishing this actually happened twice but this one really got me wanted to do a publishing um deal or Promotional deal nice. Essentially Kind of a combination nice. Yeah it was It was this whole thing And he was like You know They had um, Like somewhat of a Reputation online And you know And it, nothing was bad Like it looked good uh, Anyway Point is We were trying to get Promotion for this new album We were dropping And we really wanted it To be successful Because we put A shit ton of money Into it Way more than we ever Should have But it was But you good. learn You, know? you learn um, Just money Yeah Well yeah Yeah <laughs> um, And so I think we gave this company like somewhere between five and 10 grand for this like huge like publicist like publishing thing. And then like two weeks later, the company folded completely. And then I reached out being like, hey, like you guys did nothing. Can we get our money back? You know, like you literally did nothing. And we sent you five grand like and they they were just like. Oh uh, well, I don't really do the money stuff, so you'll have to talk to this guy, and then like, no, it was way. just this whole fucking run around. Did you get anything and, back? No, nothing. Yeah, dude, just burned completely burned all the oh, money. Out. Yeah, that is
2: disgusting. Yeah, it was fucked, dude. Five grand is tough.
1: It, it was probably more. I think it was closer to to eight. Oh yeah, God. it was a lot of money, dude. It was a fucking lot. Can we? Of money. Can you?
2: Can you promote the album? What's the album called? Yeah, yeah. So out?
1: the band is called the uh the Sagas. Um formerly the Silver Comet, now the Sagas. So I still love everybody in that band. I mean that 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 band has, you know, I have a lot of great memories with What's with the that. album called? Uh Dropouts to Society.
2: Dropouts to Society by yeah. Saga? By
1: the Sagas. S A G A S. T H E S A G A S. Yeah. We're
0: talking about not being able to forgive yourself mm-hmm. or or just like difficulties Forget getting burned or, yeah. or whatever. So how important do you think it is well, obviously, it's very important, but let's just talk about kind of our perspectives on it um, to be to building confidence as an artist, as a creative, and especially as a performer.
2: I just I, I feel like I'm I'm so extroverted that it's I never I never felt like I don't know I don't know. like like I, I that wasn't a struggle for me to get like you talking about building confidence in a performer. Like or just in general with like your art, your craft as songwriting. Um, as long as I'm cool with it, like I, I'm there. And, you know, as long as I'm progressing, like, for example, I in the car on the way here, I listened to like, like a piano thing about the six diminished scale and just about like open voicings and stuff. And it's like, OK, like if I use that in a cool way, like I, and if I figure out something to do with it, then I'm going to be proud of it and I'm going to like it. And. Confidence in my performing, like when I first started, you know, I'll watch those videos and I'll think, okay, this needs to change, this needs to change, this needs to change. So I started taking singing lessons because I wanted my voice to get better. And now it's like way better. We've all felt like we're on like a, you know, we're on a train to nowhere, going nowhere. So, you know, I take that when it comes and I take the highs when it comes. So, but as far as like confidence of putting myself out there, I've I've never struggled with that. I've always just been like very opportunistic of like, oh, this is a good idea. This is going to be fun. Like, let's do it
0: but I will say and I've just observed this tell me if this is wrong completely do you feel like Gus Glasser the stage presence is a character versus like who you really are a little bit yeah for sure
2: I mean I am like which is kind of nice because like now when I think of Gus Glasser like I don't think of like the person I think of like the the musician and the the performer and like yeah Mm -hmm. like like I do things Mark Rebier said it best he's like yeah it's like it's definitely like an enhanced personality but it's also like to quote him, very couched in me. Like me yelling at Randy on the belt line is something I would do anyways. Yeah. But oh, now totally. I, now I spend two hours setting up my shit and, I'm doing, <laughs> and now I'm doing, and now I'm getting a new microphone. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, you know, I'll use my extroversion as a distraction. Mm. So I'll call people because I don't want to sit with myself. So like I'll connect with somebody, but then I'll also like not give myself the time that I need. Mm-hmm. And so that's like what meditating has given me prescribed time from myself. I see. And um, that and that's, that 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 that's changed everything. And like, if I, if I can follow through for me, it's like if I can follow through on my commitment to meditate, I can follow through on my commitment to write a song. I can follow through on my commitment to say, "Hey, I'm going to be here for this person." When I say I'm going to be here, give or take fifteen minutes or two hours. <laughs> um, but, but but you know what I'm saying? Like like I'm yeah. like and so because if I can't follow through on this, then I can't follow through on that, and then I can't follow through on anything. And so for me it, it it has started with as far as changing that like changing like not being okay with, with being alone because it sucks like i don't i don't want to be in bad company when, when i'm when i'm by myself sure yeah like i you know i, I know for you as well you you've, uh, you've struggled with i feel like maybe i got this wrong like have you struggled with putting yourself out there more or like you feel bad about putting yourself out there i feel like sometimes you feel bad about promoting yourself maybe i could be wrong about that
0: I mean, I don't know that I feel bad about it. It's not something that always comes, like, supernatural to me. Yeah. Like, to just, like, post every day, like, look at me and what I'm doing. Mm. And, like, honestly, it's really hard. Yeah, it's hard to feel like, um, especially with, like, mundane stuff. Like, you know, people like to see that stuff, but I'm like, do they really want to see me, like? going through drum samples in my dog you know what yeah, I mean yeah, like yeah. do people really want to see stuff like that or is it you know just kind of a something that you do it's part of your job that's kind of what I think of it as and you know totally. I could probably get better at it in those ways and people are interested in just the job in general and I could probably just see other sides of that a little bit better but
1: what about your speaking of the like Creating that character or boosting your confidence—that's one thing you've talked a little bit about to me. Would you want to like? Oh, I've definitely had to a create
0: a character because. Um,
2: is it is it named Melody? It is. Okay. It's actually Harmony. But it's very. <laughs> <laughs> it's very <laughs> it's just, it's like. Fun, you, know?
0: you know, I mean, it's very, and it probably goes back to just because I did it like as a kid. Like I was a very shy kid, and I'm still pretty introverted. Like I really mm-hmm. don't talk a lot unless I have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but it says,
2: and then starts podcast.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, it's true. Uh, But, you know, I think it, it was important to me just to even get on a stage and like move around and like mm. do stuff like that. Like it, you really kind of have to build confidence and put yourself out there cuz yeah. you're going to look kind of weird. Like if you're making like guitar faces and stuff, like it's not you're going to look kind of weird. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you totally. just you just have to get over it, you yeah. know? And so my way of doing that from a really young age was just to be like like basically like psych myself out. Like if I can psych myself out to like
1: When you say psych yourself out, what do you mean by
0: that? I basically mean like talk myself up internally. Mm until like the real how I'm really feeling is not there anymore.
2: Like what do oh, you and then
1: you let it come back after the show. Right. <laughs> what qualities
2: in your character do you have that you that that, that melody doesn't have?
0: Um that's total vulnerability. Mm. Yeah, that's that's really what it is. Well, like so, a, so,
2: like like what do you mean?
0: Like on a stage, like the ability to um say things do things um speak to an audience in a certain way um really project be loud be boisterous have fun like to allow yourself to completely unwind and like there's no really conscious self-consciousness going on Mm. i mean that's a big part of it you know yeah um that's cool it, it, yeah i mean that's basically what it is i just and that's what i meant when i said i psych myself out like i yeah. really do like i'm like okay here we go like if you look at me like before a big show i'm usually jumping beside you are. the stage i have noticed that yeah and that's it's cool. you, it's that's, because that's cool. i'm psyching myself up i'm like all right here you go it's not you this is that so like mm-hmm. it's it's totally cool like don't worry about it just go and like worry about it
2: later that's cool <laughs> that yeah that, that's cool that your character is more vulnerable Oh, for sure. I like that. Way more vulnerable.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm definitely not really that way. I mean, it's changed as I've gotten older, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, it's not a natural thing for me to be like super vulnerable like that. A lot of artists are introverted uh, and a lot of performers are introverted naturally. So I think it's really important to like, to know like your character. And a character is a weird word, but we're just going to go with that. Like like to know your character and to know basically what you want people to see too. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of expectations too. Um, We've talked about this of like as an artist, especially now. And I think like social media has kind of made this worse and just current climate. Like there's a lot of expectation for like artists have to like stand for something. Like a political statement you know Bo Burnham did that show on Netflix called Inside and he wrote a song that was basically saying that exact same thing like you know you can't eat wheat thins unless you stand for like you know um, children's lives in Uganda or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like, like I can't eat that's wheat thins that's really funny it was funny. true you know but it's really true like yeah. you know so many brands are like you can't just be like a basic brand of like Fig Newtons like you have to stand for something and I think that almost makes it more important to develop a character because you can totally um, curate what you want people to see yeah. and to know about you. And I think that's important for, like, mental health is separating yourself from your brand. That's really totally. important. Yeah. Totally. Because it's yeah. not 100. It doesn't have to be 100% you. Mm. You know? And yeah. I know that that sounds, like, really superficial, but I think it's really important if you want to, like, make it in the music industry yeah um and some people would probably disagree with that some people would say like well you know you need to be yourself so people know what they're getting into and like i agree with that too but also like think about what you want to be as a brand and as like a company let's talk about how people um or how creatives can kind of or how they usually cope with their mental health so i think it's probably common in like modeling acting uh, visual art too. It's just like addiction. It's like always there um, Especially like alcohol and that's probably just like a thing just in general with like I don't know if it's just the US or the whole world mm-hmm. developed nations I don't know but like it's so readily available and it's almost like a bad thing if you don't do it I posted a video on TikTok because it was like some trending thing that was like musician red flags And like one of my red flags, because it's definitely happened to me a lot, is like when people show up to like studio sessions specifically, but like the first thing they do is like take shots or like, I mean, beer isn't really a big deal. I mean, really and truly, if they can handle it. But like I've also played shows with people where they say that they're not going to drink liquor. And then before we played, they drank like nine beers. So I'm like, at that point, it's the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, if you can have one beer, sure, that's that's totally different than taking a bunch of shots. Mm-hmm. But if you can't just have one, you have to have like a case of beer. It's basically the same thing at that point. But basically, I posted that on TikTok and just got reamed for it by so many people mm. that were like, really? yeah, it was weird. I was like not expecting the adverse reaction. People were like, oh, says the, you know, this is the industry where the most creative memorable songs were created while people were totally fucked up and like you know I have to have like three beers before I even start recording and I just wasn't expecting it so like it's that even showed me more that it's like an expectation in this industry
2: can you send me that video I will did it blow up or did it get a lot of views I
0: mean it got no it got like 5,000 views maybe
2: okay that's a a decent amount of comments but it was like
1: it was
0: like so weird I just couldn't believe it but that totally proved to me like that my theory was right like it really is such an expectation especially in music to like you know everybody's like oh tell that to jimmy page and i'm like well he was on heroin too number one yeah so like we can't just say
2: so let's stop pussyfooting around and let's get on it you know (laughs) Um,
0: but like i just couldn't believe that people
1: uh, felt that way if the first thing you have to do is is go into a to get when when you get to a session or, or to a gig is like go get a drink first like like it's one thing if you if you need a refreshment but like drink water man because like I I love a good beer but like to me it's just unprofessional like get your shit set up yeah. get ready for the gig and then go relax. And
2: this is also like like we're not the greatest musicians ever. Like like we're sure. and, and not so at all. like so there are mind there are minds there are minds and there have been people that have been that when they're fucked up they can change the world. Mm. That's not me. If if I get fucked up, my life will be sad, and my and 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 I will I will lose everything I love. And so like it takes all my energy. Like for me to to be in this industry and to make an impact, I have to be my best. I have to be my absolute best. And there's no room for me to get fucked up and high, Mm. no room. And so there's no room for me to be unprofessional. There's no room for me to be, you know, anxious when I'm in a session. There's no room for that because like because if I don't because if I don't take care of those things, I'm not going to be in the industry. Mm. And some people can, like, some people can absolutely get fucked up and go tour with, 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 with internationally. Yeah, and yeah. I just know for me, I can't. I'm not good enough to do that. So,
1: so know thyself is the answer. Totally. I guess. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Sex,
1: Drugs, and Disappointment. Don't forget, have fun. Don't do too much, and it's gonna happen.